Hello and welcome to A Stardust Year by episode 329. I'm Chris and joining me today are... Ames. Caitlin. And Jakey. Nope, we're speeding through. Faster, Jake, faster. And we are finally to the end of season one, starting season two Enterprise with the episode Shockwave. I want to get through this because I am sleepy. Dude, so, we gotta... Yeah, but you're not understandable. You gotta slow down. <laughs> nah, Jake will slow cares? it down on the edit. It'll be fine. No, I won't. No, you won't. But it's really, it's, it's, you're too fast. It's not clear. Eh, I should have hired the micro machines guy. He's fast and understandable. So in Shockwave, the Enterprise is visiting to a planet that wants to see them for once. And what do they do? Explode its atmosphere. Oh, my God. Did people so, die for a change? Finally. I the same thing. Thousands of people. Literally, yes. I was like, Got wow, they way. just killed everybody they haven't killed this whole time. They saved yep. all the death for this yep. one moment. And I was sitting there wondering, like, OK, are they going to undo it at the end? They don't. So those 3,600 people undo a different death. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For we'll get to that. Let's fuck's sake. Let's get anyway, to it. Anyway, so they go to a planet. They blow it up. Archer calls home and is like, ah, we blow up a planet. And Admiral Forrest is like, oh, shit. And of course, the Vulcans are like, you fucking idiots. So they're going to recall the Enterprise. But then like Daniel shows up because apparently he's not dead, but he is. But I don't know. His time travel is weird and is like, no, it was the Sulaban because this temporal Cold War is getting hot. And there was a device planted on their shuttle pod to make the atmosphere explode. And Daniels tells them how to find the Sulaban and some evidence. And they do. But then the Sulaban catch up to them and they're like, give us Archer. And Archer's like, fuck, fine. But then he goes into a turbo lift and whoa, no, it's the 31st century, but everything's dead. Yay, more death. <laughs> The Sulaban are on the Enterprise looking for Archer, and they're like, told you so, they aren't there. Everyone gets locked in their bedroom. Everyone makes a plan, including Mayweather, but Mayweather doesn't get to be involved in the plan oh, beyond no. the planning stages. God damn it. So Poor they do Mayweather. like a prison break. Meanwhile, Archer's in the future with fucking Daniels in Archer's his bad still suit. Archer's in the future suit. with Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> and Daniels is like, oh, in my time, we do time travel in high school. And it's like, I'm glad you're dead. I'm glad you're back alive so you can hopefully die again. God, I hate you. Um, and they send Archer's head back in time and he's all, T'Pol, I'm the great and powerful wizard of fuck you. <laughs> and they have Reed find Daniel's stuff very conspicuously, so the Sulaban kick the shit out of him. To which later Paul says he sustained minor injuries. You bitch, what is a major injury? He has a new face now. Seriously. So, you know, Sulaban Joe there is like, oh good, I can get in touch with my boss. Because what his bosses apparently didn't realize is they undid themselves by fucking with time. But instead of his boss, he gets face kicked by Archer in yes. what is probably one of the first genuinely cool moments in this show. Does <laughs> it make up for him, him in that um, room with no atmosphere or, or no? Mm, uh... Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they 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 go back to Earth with the evidence and Ambassador Dickhead is still like, I don't know. I still think you're jerks. And Trip gives him what for. But then T'Pol gives him a Vulcan what for, which he finds much more upsetting and surprising no one. The Enterprise is going to keep tootling around. 
the end. Yeah, that's that's about it. Oh, and also, I don't know who decided Hoshi's shirt should come off when she falls from the ceiling, but I hope they're a deeply unhappy person now. I want them shot. Completely gratuitous and unnecessary. It had no bearing on the plot. Just fuck you, Enterprise. Just remember. Fuck you. we you. We want our teenage boy fan base to keep watching next season. Ugh. But yeah, all during that plan... All during that plan, it was like, poor Mayweather, he was involved in, like, putting it all together, but he stayed in his room. Yeah, yeah, I like, thought that was, I thought that was very funny, in a, in a very sad way. Yeah, it's like, wow, starting off season two, letting everyone know, yeah, we're still, still not gonna use Mayweather. Yeah, something really irritated me about that Hoshi scene, that whole plan. And the whole, the whole, more making Hoshi crawl around. In the congested well, just, tubes. Just, well, it's really just a. I think there's possibly a continuity error, and not one caused by Daniels, um, <laughs> because when Trip first contacts Reed and they're having their conversation, Trip says, "I can only get through to people on B deck. I'm working to get in, the, and I can so I can only talk to you, and if Paul's not picking up." Because she's being tortured. Oh, yeah, I forgot um, that part. And but I'm working to figure out how to get to people on C-Deck and talk to Travis and Hoshi. Later, we do get in touch. Everyone is talking. We got a little party line going. Hoshi is climbing around in ceiling air ducts. So mm-hmm. we can assume that that's the ceiling of C-Deck, where she is. Sure, sure. Which means that Phlox is also on C-Deck, because she reaches down to get the hypo from him. Yep, yep. And then she drops down into the corridor when she loses her shirt and opens up Reed's, Reed's door. door. But Reed should be on B-Deck. Yeah. Were there so any what the fuck? vertical shafts she had to shimmy down? We don't see that. We're never, we, don't, we never see this. Huh. But I mean, I suppose that that's the only possibility is if is if she had to climb up something. Now, do we or know the, for a fact the 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 decks are are vertical and not just side by side? No, that's how decks work. They, well, normally it's deck one and deck two, deck this. I feel like on yeah on on the other I feel series like historically historically on boats they're like lettered decks. Like I know like the. The Titanic had lettered decks like that, mm. so... So they're kind of continuing that's... that with this. Yeah, and then maybe once they get start getting ships that have 20 and 30 decks, they're like, eh, we should number them. <laughs> you don't have to have a- deck AA and deck AB. And we can just have the numbers go in any order we want, according yeah, to Star Trek V. Yeah, that's right. And we can have, yeah, just... The numbers don't even matter. We'll just have like deck eighty or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's my favorite number. God, I hate see. That I scene. think I think the whole like crawling around in ducts and watching Trip do the whole like wire something in the wall so he can talk to Reed is the kind of shit we should have saw and should have seen in an acquisition. Yeah. When yeah. the Ferengi took over, and then all we did was creep around and do nothing with our time. When yeah. there's all this interesting, like, sabotage stuff we can be doing, kludging together things from wires, crawling around in ducts. Better M- episode. Maybe it's a good sign? Maybe things are looking up? 
Yeah, because that's I, I will say about both this as a two-parter and these two episodes in general. This is probably the first time in Enterprise I have felt like there are any fucking stakes. Yeah. Mm. Th things are happening. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Like, I'm intrigued. I, I, there was only one moment where I felt like the pacing was a little eh. Where, like, I feel like they spent a little too long on everyone's moping. But it ended and then the episode just got fucking going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you yeah. mean? What do you mean uh, everyone's moping? After they'd blown up the planet and they still yeah. thought it was their fault. I don't know. It seemed like enough time to me. You just killed 3,600 people. Yeah, I just, I guess it, it felt like it was starting to go a little long, but then they stopped. So, mm. yeah. And, you know, and I did like this is this is probably among the first times that I liked Archer. Yes. Uh, because he was acting like a no, human no, that's, being. No, that's it. He was just acting. Oh, yes, he was acting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Scott Bakula was like, oh, right, I have a job. I thought he uh, really did a great job on this, actually, like considering yeah. the, the, uh, the huge range of emotions. Like you could read them all in his face. But anyway, Jake, go on. I'm sorry. Yeah, and like, and, and he was kind of pissy toward to Paul, which what else is new, but <laughs> it made sense. Like, like because he, he was more pissy at himself. And it was he was coming pissy out. at himself. He was wicked pissy at Malcolm. Yeah, well, he was pissy he, at every, everybody. They're like, like they're like, we, it's not time to like uh, place blame on anybody. And Archer's like, nope, I blame Reed <laughs> immediately. And <laughs> after all I did to find out what kind of cake you like, you betray me. Well, the thing is, and again, I can understand in the in that moment. Oh yeah, yeah. Being kind of like, okay, we got to figure out whose fault this is. Well, yeah, <laughs> so but he's. Scapegoat. But also, he's like the captain of the ship, so he really shouldn't be like, oh, yeah, and you said everything was sealed off, and it reads just like, um. Yes. Yeah. I did and say like, that. And honestly, if the sensors and like the, the logs on the shuttle are saying that the doors are closed, and. Yeah, really, what else can you do? Right. If there was a malfunction, that's not Reed's fault. I'm assuming no. he's not the person that is responsible for maintaining the doors on the shuttle. No, presumably that would actually be a uh, trip. Yeah, but Archer that's can't be a trip. That's got to be one of Trip's underlings. Yeah. Well, I just mean it's his section as opposed yes, to yeah. the uh, bailiwick of the uh, whatever armory dude. Being that was fair. actually what, what, what um, uh, Daniels' actual job on the ship was. was that's why it all went the, wrong. The plasma vents on the shuttle pods. Fuck. But see, you never really know, though, because like this season, we have seen Reed both install phasers and invent the force field. So huh. he's sort of an engineer. The real jack of all trade. Mm. Mm. I think he's Union an engineer jack. when it comes to like munitions and destruction. Yeah. Yeah. He found a new way to blow something up, Captain. Yes. But yeah, I think it also just makes sense again, like I said in that scene, like emotions are running high. No one is being logical. Except to Paul. Yes. Well. Yeah. Although I would say, you know, for for her, she was definitely at various points in this episode playing fast and loose with her Vulcanism, um, such as like, well, you know, she's 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 telling lies, she's dropping untruths. You like, know, she, I care what happens to you, Archer, or what? <laughs> uh, no, I'm trying to remember. There was a moment where she had to do a subterfuge. Oh, was I it when she was pretending she was catatonic? Right. That's what it was. Yeah. 
How could you tell she was doing a subterfuge to try to invite somebody over aggressively for dinner again? <laughs> yeah, and then you know, I just think regardless of what she says, she she was trying to cheer Archer up, which again is is not a a logical thing to do. Yeah, but um, him being so mopey, she sees as illogical. So she's like, I gotta fix this. Yeah, she she sees it as like it's going to affect the function of this ship. So. She was what, being, what it, being a first officer. She was she was being a better counselor than Troy. Low bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on now. Troy's not even in this show. <laughs> you know, something I kind of wish they had done on this series in season one was make T'Pol be on Team Vulcan longer mm. before joining Team Human. 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 Um... Because it's like basically by the end of Broken Bow, she's she wants to hang out with the crew and be a be a Starfleet. I but, think for me, it feels less like she's necessarily on Team Human. Like that's I guess that's the thing. I never thought about this before. You said it right now. You kind of sparked this thought of like she kind of feels like she's just on her side. And maybe she doesn't really know what that side is yet. Like they have a galley said they've they've dropped hints here and there that like she's never been fully satisfied with everything she's supposed to be. Mm. But she's not necessarily like, I'm going to hang with these people. Like it's in this one where she very overtly says I'm on their side. I think, you know, literally, basically. But I think that's that's I think what's been sort of weird about the character. And I think you just made me realize that's kind of what it is, is like she is between kind of states the entire time. Um, Because I never really felt like she was fully Team Vulcan, even when she was espousing their... Like, I think she felt like a lot of their ways made more sense, but still didn't feel fully enmeshed in a way. I don't know how to explain it better. She she always advocated for doing logical things, way more logical things than Archer ever asked to do. Like it was all, it was always captain. I would advise not going down to that planet before scanning it. Captain, I would advise, you know, not going and saving that Klingon ship. That's going to explode any second. Now, captain, why are you making us do all this shit? Captain, don't make me hang out with a rapist, you know, shit like that. Mm. Never, never has a, uh, a bridge crew member been so ignored since Worf in TNG. Yes, she's absolutely the Worf of this show. (laughs) But yeah, but at the same time, she doesn't feel like a full Vulcan company man, for lack of a better term. Like, she's always like, you probably shouldn't maybe do it this way, maybe this, maybe that. But she always at the end of the day just kind of shrugs, too. I wonder if she had like a Vulcan friend on the ship, if it would be a much more different dynamic, if there were two Vulcans to both like team up and say, Archer, we both think this, and if you do it, we're not going to help. Mm. Well, it never hurts to have backup. I think basically, though, uh, T'Pol is just kind of like, I don't know, man, she's going through something. I think the further she is from home, the more she realizes that, like, what she thinks makes a Vulcan is bullshit. Um, Yeah. Because, like, like, you know, discovering that they were, like, you know, watching the Andorians and, like, you know, using the temple to, you know, hide uh, their war shit that then gets destroyed and, you know, finding out that her hero may have committed crimes and being like, fuck, my hero committed crimes. I mean, granted, it was not exactly true. I just feel like she's, um, 
the further she's getting from Vulcan, the more she's seeing what Vulcan's all about. And I think it's uh, some really serious growing pains for her. Yeah, well, I mean, the gem thing clearly pissed her the fuck off. Oh, she was very upset. Not as much as Archer, though. No, no. Well, impossible. Not visibly impossible like, to be as as upset at, at Archer at any given moment about Vulcans. She she was she was Vulcan livid at the end of this episode. <laughs> like that was <laughs> oh I I that was not on purpose. Yeah, she's out of her Vulcan mind. But no, she was she was the Vulcan version of shouting. When yeah, she mentioned Pajem at the end. Yeah, and I'll, I'll also say, like, I remember someone, possibly Jake, saying that, you know, Jolene Blaylock starts off pretty weak, and I think they even got, like, an acting coach and stuff. I don't think I've ever been distracted by her acting, though. Because you're too busy looking at her nice bum. Yeah. It is a nice bum. <laughs> I do think she was... In the early episodes, I think, was, was doing that thing some people do where it's kind of confusing... Suppressing emotions, right, and, right. yeah, with, with exactly. being a not, robot, with not knowing how to act. <laughs> well, just like yeah, that that Vulcans are like you said, Caitlin, perfect word, understated, not just flat. And I think she she shook that, I think, pretty quickly. Um, I, well, I think she's been doing yeah much better these later episodes yeah. too, though. She's mm. not yet. She's never been as bad as like early seasons. Terry Farrell was. Oh no. God, no, poor no, no, Terry no. Farrell. She was awful. Yeah, and we she, but she grew so it. much, and we got to watch it happen, and it was lovely. So, yeah. yeah, and there's so many like one-off Vulcans we've seen that like didn't get the note and are just. I remember there was one in particular. I think some Vulcan admiral in a TNG at one point, possibly in the Wesley fucking Nick Lacarno one. I think was just like I'm dead. going to talk in monotone. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's not a Vulcan, sir. Mm. I know you guys haven't been watching Lower Decks, but the acting of Tillin, the Vulcan crewman, I mm. think the actress is trying to do a robot. Mm. And every time she talks, I'm like, oh, honey, you think you're a robot. That's funny, because again, I, I don't know the show, but the internet fucking loves her. So oh, they do. They do love I her. I would have assumed well, she was doing better. Then again, the I have a high loves bar. anything lower deck, so. <laughs> That's we, we true. Are, we are decidedly in the minority. I don't know. I will, I will die but for also, Moopsie, so. But as far, but like, honestly, like, if you look hard enough, the internet loves and hates everything in equal measures. I mean, the fact that there are people who fucking love flocks is the most mind fucking blowing thing I've ever oh, heard. I, there were there, there were two Reddit threads that I don't know if they were adjacent, but I saw them in pr like a day apart uh, last week. And the first one was I, j I just started watching Enterprise and OMG. Flox is my favorite character, or something like that. <laughs> D-A-E, love Flox. D-A-E? Does anyone else? Oh. Oh, thank you. I also didn't know what it stood for. That's, that's, that's internet slang. Internet. I, I know uh, some of them. Uh, no, and then there was another one. <laughs> I know the LOL. <laughs> that was like, I'm showing, I'm showing my wife Voyager for the first time, and, and she hates Neelix. And then, like, every comment in there was like, yeah, no, she's right. Neelix sucks. I, I actually She'll saw come around. And, I saw and commented on that one. Good. Did you, thank you, Chris. Did you mention me? <laughs> no, but I did say just like, you know, once they it's like, yeah, they got to you got to wait till they drop jealous Neelix because that sucks and is awful. It does suck. But all of his other writing is informed by his background and he gets so much better. I love him so much. And I never if you would have told me that I would have fucking said that shit. 
two years ago or whatever when we first started, I would have definitely said you were a fucking liar. Okay, well, so. I'm going to say right now, you're going to love flocks. No, I definitely am not. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I mean, who knows? I mean, it's got to be coming from somewhere. People seem to like this guy. Yeah, mm. but like, honestly, he's just the most alien looking one. People probably just want to fucking have him put it in them and that's all it takes, you know? Uh, yeah, know, sorry. He looks like a fucking engineering fucking guy. He works for Bell Labs. What does that mean? What's wrong? But also, what's wrong with that? There's just nothing sexy about working for Bell Labs. I don't know. We don't know. How do we know? What a weird... I don't know what Bell Labs is, so I don't know if we should be apologizing. It's It's like a place, like, your stereotypical 60s era nerd look. 60s so era. like pocket wow. protector. So like George McFly before Marty broke the path. Yeah, I yeah. am your density. Yeah, that's what that's what I mean. That's really what John Billingsley reminds me of, <laughs> and by extension, flocks. Okay, so for fun, I googled Bell Lab scientist, and the third. Oh my God, it's a picture of flocks. <laughs> the third picture, some man named John Bardeen, who has flocks, is like airline. So. Oh no. There you go. That's where you got. It. That's where you got. You got that. That's a Bell Labs hairline. If I ever saw one. <laughs> this has been fuck you, Bell Labs corner. <laughs> <laughs> Parenthetical, but only because you make us think of flocks. Yes. Uh, oh man. Uh, so I don't know where Ron came from. I don't know if we'll ever see him again. Oh, Ron, uh, the other, the other Sulaban. Yeah, Silic's little buddy there, who just went full fucking star screen. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> he is he got- so clearly waiting for fucking Silic uh, to get killed so he can take over. One hundred percent. Yeah, and all he'll do when he takes over is kill people. Yeah, but Fuck I wish the timeline. <laughs> I wish he'd been here the whole time just mocking Silic. That would have <laughs> been great. And I, I did, you know, Silic's actually, I kind of, I'm kind of getting to like Silic. I felt a, so bad for adversary. him. Yeah, I felt bad that his, his shape friend wasn't talking to him. Yeah, like when he was like trying to get the, the device working, thinking that he was going to be talking to his friend, was it was so pathetic and endearing. I need instructions. <laughs> Can you hear me, please? I'm try- I've been trying to get a hold of you. Oh, <laughs> your car's insurance I, I is running out. I was just going to say, I've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> and then he finally thinks he's getting getting his boss and instead he gets two feet from archer oop <laughs> how embarrassing 24 oh, so inches me? of archer eh mm. <laughs> well, maybe he's not maybe he's not so bad after all <laughs> is it just me or is that room where he talks to his boss decidedly less timey than it used to be Time. less what <laughs> timey's broken right now so the mm. time is less interesting but i thought that that was like a pro a like the room itself had some property that made that's true. Yeah. That was no, that was only oh, for oh, the tiny, premiere. Tiny, when they had more budget. Yeah, mm. yeah, because actually, even when even when Shadow Man was there, they didn't have the cool effect. So you're yeah. right. Um. Well, maybe it was making viewers feel sick. Mm. Mm. No, I, I'm going with Ames version. Cheaper. No, I know, Probably, I know. Yeah. There it was, so, just the money. how many of the Sulaban that we saw were the prisoners that Archer freed? <laughs> I hope, none of, I oh hope none of them, you know? He radicalized them. I guess it was Al, uh, Al, 
that radicalize them. I, I thought you meant in the real world. Like, they probably just recycled actors. Oh, no, no, I mean in, in show, like... Oh, or any um, of them like, oh man, now that, you know, fuck the Tandarans. The, the, the Gitmo to Al-Qaeda pipeline, you know? Well, yeah, but it isn't, but it isn't fuck, like right now though, it isn't fuck the Tandorans as much as it's like, fuck the guy that saved our lives. Yeah, but they don't know which that. Which kind of sucks. <laughs> not all of them know that. They would know. I feel like they'd know. That I mean, I actually would have been kind of an interesting thing, is if like when they were in trouble, some of the Suleban he'd freed showed up. Yeah, they're they like, could wait. maybe get closure on the father and the other guy. Nope, never. No, drop. we're definitely not getting that. No, I know. Uh, and it enrages me. Or like maybe, maybe they, when the ship was locked down, like they thought they, they were about to get caught or something by, by one of the Suleban. And then it's like, he has him at gunpoint and he's like, you saved me of in prison do your thing uh, <laughs> yeah because that's the, that's the thing about cabal the the, the Sulaban cabal folk is they're they're just doing what humanoid shape tells them or specifically yeah. what Sulaban, what, what um humanoid shape tells silic so who the fuck even knows what they're doing day to day yeah i mean it sounds like they're just Hanging out, getting upgrades. Yeah. Although we didn't really see a lot of upgrades other than walking on the ceiling, which was cool, I guess. Did look mm. fun. Does that mean they could be doing some dancing on the ceiling as well? Eh. Yeah. Well, these are the jokes. <laughs> oh, these are the jokes. Yeah, I think um. is that... I have... A... <laughs> Even though they haven't known what the hell they're doing with him, I have always enjoyed Silic's actor. I've always thought he's done a good yeah, job. Yeah, he does a good with job. With nothing. Right. Uh, <laughs> as I have often said, the way the man says John just John. delights me. You should have killed me when you had the chance, John. But it was nice uh, to see them actually give him something else to do. And like I said, seeing him like just so desperate for information kind of does you, you realize like, I mean, it's always been obvious that he's working for this guy. But it's like, oh, yeah, no, he is. He is totally at sea without this man. Hmm. Jumping to the really... end. So, mm -hmm. so Archer takes hostage Silic. Takes yeah. Silic hostage, which is a more yeah. human way to put that. And then they release him again? Yeah, they, apparently they let him go. Why? It's, I think they just, yeah, they, they, Archer docks, gets on Enterprise, and then they just shove Silic away. And Silic wakes up hours later and goes, ah, fuck. Why isn't, why didn't they take him as a prisoner? Because they don't have rules, which is the thing that when, like, Soval has some damn good points is the problem. When when he's saying, you know, Enterprise, you know, you, you came at this too, too hard and too fast. You know what we should have done is made you any fucking guidelines and rules for when you're in space. Like, what to do when you have a prisoner like Silic? Because you don't fucking know. You let him go. You let Ferengis go. What the hell are you doing out there in space, asshat? I mean, so not letting Team the Ferengi so go. <laughs> letting the Ferengi go, I think, is sort of. That maybe didn't make a ton of sense. Maybe you should have schlepped them off to the Vulcans. I could see with Silic being like, all right, he works for some incredibly powerful people. We still don't really know what's going on. We make ourselves a giant target if we bring it. Let's just, just, just fucking cut and run. Yeah, but the thing yeah, is, if he goes back, he's going to keep doing this shit. Yeah, well, yeah but and I if mean, you, if, if not you take him, a prisoner, you can interrogate him. You can try to find out what the fuck his deal is. Yeah. And given this 
the post 9-11 theming of this show, they're, they could have some great waterboarding scenes or something. Ugh. Oof, that Let's makeup would run right off. Let's be they, honest. They, they look so itchy. Mm. No, I, I think they look like Floam. I think if you touched them in their head, you could just squash them and be like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> and they'd be like, please stop that. that. That they can, uh, at least the, the genetically altered ones can support their bodies. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, no, I know. That's like that's 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 the one secret is uh, even the non-altered ones they they can't fully shape shift but you can still squish their heads a little. Good, good. They just don't want anyone to know. Are Sulaban Kif's people or Kif is Kif a Sulaban? <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of made the, the best part about that is you kind of just made a Kif sound. You were kind of like. Eh. Well, I was going to start quoting Kif, but, but then I started laughing too again. Uh, I was gonna quote the fluid-filled bladders or whatever, but nah, I'll just find a clip. Hopefully, they could be tricky. Anyway, yeah, there is a kiffishness to them, I guess. Kiffishness. Um, Yeah, and on the flip of that, Daniels started intriguing me because when he goes to the future, and it is not at all what he expected, and he's mm -hmm. like, and he was just terrified that he was stuck in this future that he has broken by accidentally doing exactly what the Suliban wants. Like, that was a very interesting Daniels to me because it was Daniels just untethered. Which and actually, I started liking that character because normally he's just like, I have information all the time. And he's got his nose up like a little snoot. I'm an insufferable uh, fucking... What's the dickhead that made Facebook's name? Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. I'm a f- insufferable Mark Zuckerberg. He does look clone. a lot like Zuckerberg. Yeah. It's interesting, I have, actually, a, I have a punchable face. Wah, wah. Basically, part two has both Silic and Daniels untethered. Yeah, fucked. And yeah. both of them they are know they just fucked. like, whoa. And again, it's funny because basically both sides wind up completely untethered because Shadow Man thought he won, but like, oops. Because <laughs> he doesn't exist anymore either, it seems like. Ooh. Yeah. It's a damn good thing um, Daniel's kept a spare time machine in his locker, huh? <laughs> For real. Right? <laughs> well, you know, most people kind of get over their high school years, you know, but Daniel's apparently peaked. Mm. Oh, yeah. No, that is fucking obvious. Man, he was so judgy when, when he was like, <laughs> it's a library. There's no books in there. Come on. Oh, my Idiot. God. I <laughs> I, when they walked in, I just thought of Archer going, no, I finally have all the time in the world to read and no glasses. Uh, yes. Huh. Books made of paper. Daniels, you dumb, you big dumb, dumb, dumb <laughs> Daniels dumb. 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 <laughs> One thing that did, I will say, kind of annoy me with the, the, the second half was that apparently his history was drastically altered. But the cityscape, the main difference seemed to be they didn't have the Federation monument and the library had books instead of whatever the Jedi library had. Yeah. Yeah. But aside from that, the city layout was the same. The building like that. I was like, okay, come the fuck on now. Yeah. You'd think it would be like the ruins of a 21st century city instead of. Yeah. Like Daniel shouldn't have known his century city. Yeah. Daniel shouldn't have known his way around. But it's weird with Star Trek. It feels like there's this. And, like, they actually outright say it in the first Kelvin movie. But there does sometimes feel like this idea that when time breaks, there's the universe tries to self-correct. Hmm. Um, 
And and we see, you know, even like, you know, yesterday's Enterprise, like things. anything in the mirror universe. <laughs> yeah, like there really it does feel like the the universe we follow is what the universe wants to be. And any kind of parallel does its level best to get to that. Right. Um, so if we assume that is how the Star Trek universe works, then OK. <gasps> but that's a strange thing to assume. It's like Final Destination. <laughs> Jake yeah. and I have been watching all the Final Destination movies and holy oh, shit, no. they go off the fucking rails. Literally. That's, yeah, yeah that's I was going to say, yeah. that, that's literally how people die in those movies. That's The that's first actually... one is fine. The second one is not great. The third one is better. Third one might be the best one so far. Other than the first one? Uh, even the first one. The first yeah, one gets know. credit for having the, for coming up with the premise. Yeah. The fourth one was just off the off the hook ridiculous. I think I I was reading about it and they filmed it it was intended to be watched in 3D. So that's oh, no. why I think so oh, many of the Oh, that explains a lot of the like things. Squirting gore at your face. I think I may have seen that one in 3D. I don't remember now. Which which one opens with the like 3 minute long pile up? Oh, that's a, two. That's true. The, the, yeah. the highway crash. That one. I So I've seen that scene because since that scene has no music underneath it, someone took that scene and put yakety sacks underneath. Oh, I was Fucking say, perfect. But because there was no music, they didn't have to mute the rest of the audio. So all the rest of the sound effects, uh, the characters is all there with. I'll, I'll try to find it. <laughs> it's, it's so That's funny. Great. I feel like I've seen that. Did you show uh, it to me? You must have, huh? Must have. Yeah. But yeah, I like that, Ames. That's what it is. The Star Trek universe follows Final Destination rules. Perfect. Mm. Not it really also, wants Kirk to exist. When the Final Destination movies stop using Tony Todd, I think is when they really go downhill. I didn't know he was in those. Tony H- Todd is great in them. He's Wait, the creepy so mortician guy. It. Wait, who's Tony Todd? Uh, Kern. Kern. Yes. And, and, and old uh, Jake Sisko. And old Jake Sisko. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, oh, yeah, of course. Tony Todd's character knows all about how death works in this final destination. I wonder if that's just Jake Sisko. If he's just oh. playing time traveling Jake Sisko. Cute. There we Very go. Cute. Jake Sisko eventually gets drafted by our good buddy um your favorite character Ames from Voyager. Lon Suter. Oh darn it. Okay. Favorite time oh, travel Doris? character. Oh uh oh god damn it. Duquesne. Duquesne he gets recruited by Duquesne. I, I missed what we were talking about and could only think of Lon Suter. Well, but also, I just realized, no, that's correct. Your favorite Voyager character is Lon Suter. Yay! Yeah. Is that Brad Dorif? Yes, it Dorif? is. What the fuck is beautiful. Yeah. I want to jump back to the yes. beginning of this episode because I want to cross some of these notes off my list. Okay. When we're going to the planet is called Paragon or some shit. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, and Parabola. we learn it's a, it's a matriarchal planet. Mm. And they started this being like, oh, what are we going to like women in charge? Oh, this is certainly going to be different, isn't it? It's like it's Ugh. guys. Wow. A man, a two men wrote this oh, yeah. um, and they had to make sure they had to make lady jokes. Yeah. What it's happens if their that... cycles sync up? Does the government shut down? Oh, well, don't worry. <laughs> the, the, the men are starting to get more rights. Wow. Uh, I, uh, oh, that well, was a mistake. I, I like that Paul was like, kind of, you know, it's okay, it's getting better for you. But, you know, she's Vulcan, so she doesn't need to do it quite so heavily. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank God. I mean, it's sad those people are dead, but I couldn't have taken another angel one. No, yeah. no, they never do it well. No, 
Yeah, and I guess we do never really get closure on... I mean, the closure is Enterprise didn't start the fire. Yay. It was always When they were still used, though... Like when it was fucking silly. I here's, love it. here's the thing that kind of pissed me off because yes, there were some really good moments of everybody doing the moping and feeling like holy shit, something actually went really wrong because of us. Which even even though it was silly, it's still you are still involved. But when Archer learns, like, oh, it wasn't us. It was a it was a, a Sulaban related thing after all. He's fucking giddy. Like he's fuck he's grinning and happy and ready to prance around the bridge. And it's still true that 3,600 people died, sir. Yeah, yeah but uh, if I was in his position and I found out that wasn't directly my fault, no, I'd I, probably similarly lose I sight would, of... I would flip to anger, I bet. But that's the thing is mm. Archer is always angry. He is our angriest yeah. fucking mm. captain. <laughs> that's, that's his secret, That's my huh? secret trip. <laughs> well, the, uh, I don't know. I would, I would liken it to, like, someone who got falsely convicted of a crime mm. and then... Like it gets overturned on DNA evidence or something like that. Yeah, like, but that in, person in, that person's allowed to be happy. But despite... in this in this crime that you're making up in your brain, someone pinned it on you. In this yeah. case, yeah, sure you can be happy. Oh, good, finally they saw the evidence that it wasn't me. But no one's like we have to make sure. Like this is the actual guy to be mad at. Well, they were well. I mean, they were already hatching a plan to. Uh, to to get Silic, yeah, like he'd already because by the time he realized it wasn't us, he'd already talked to Daniels, and was already, um, you know, plotting the okay, we got to go back and find the cloaked ship thing. So I think they were mad. I think they used that mad to fuel their assault. Where again, they didn't kill any of the Sulaban; they stunned them all. Oh, did they stun them all? Well, that they they said it was a stun grenade, oh, which we yeah, never yeah, seen, yeah. which is a new thing. And I did think it was funny them all, like he blasts off the stun grenade, and then they all just like fall off the ceiling. Yeah, they into a pile on the floor. They just oh, fall God, down like like, like um, bowling pins. <laughs> I was say it's, it's like when it gets too cold in some areas, and the lizards go into hibernation and just kind of yes. What exactly. do the lizards do? They fall the iguanas do that in oh, uh, Florida when it gets too cold. Well, the thing is, they usually end up being okay, but they always they always have to warn people like if you see a lizard on the ground in cold weather, don't put it in your car or something. It's not dead. Might it's be going dead. To fall it's out not and... dead, and it will come back to life while you're driving. Yeah, it might be alive, and that what has. What if it's broken like, in half? They, well, well yes, in that, that case, that one's probably but, dead. But there have been cases, I guess, of people like thinking like, oh, no, it's it's dead or maybe I should get it to a vet. And then they put it in their car. It thaws out and then starts freaking out because it's in a car and it's a lizard. Mm. <laughs> I'm a lizard. Oh, God. <laughs> I have no concept of automobiles. Oh, my God. I guess you could say that that, you know, in theory, they used a stun grenade because a regular grenade could have caused damage that could have come back on them. Yeah. But again, it's just like I kind of feel like you get a I don't know. Take more of these people prisoner. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta yeah. do something. Because, like, yeah. the thing is, you're leaving all these guys out there. They're just gonna come kill you again. Yeah. You know, Actually, they have time travel powers. Well, their bosses can their boss call can talk them to through them. time. Yeah, I guess they can't themselves time travel. But they also have all this t- future technology that nobody else has. Cloaking True. devices and yeah. things. 
But uh, you remind me of what I was going to say earlier, too. The thing is, if they took any Suleban hostage, or rather prisoner, or whatever if you want to call it, the Vulcans would just kill them. It's logical. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they'd just be like, well, not even that. They would just find them and be like, they beat the person to death while shouting, the Vulcan science directorate has determined <laughs> time travel isn't possible. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I did. I actually, I actually kind of liked that that recurring joke about, you know, time travel not being possible. Mm-hmm. Because there's uh, still I, no proof. Because you can't trust Archer. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. I love, I love to Paul being like, I still don't believe in time travel, and you know she does. Oh, yeah. She's bull. She's bullshitting. Well, he was, even says too, doesn't he? He's like, the hell you don't. <laughs> it was so sad when she was like recovering from torture, and her delivery of the Vulcan science director at his determined time travel isn't fair. That was cute. Mm. That was oh, good. Yeah, I liked, that made I liked me her sad. In that moment. Yeah, but also I think you know when Archer is getting uh, getting angry that T'Pol won't believe in time travel er, earlier in part one, and he says, "Give me another explanation for what happened to me and why I have this information," and I wanted T'Pol just to be like, "I could, mind tampering, body possession, of uh, some kind of brain alteration." I could go on. <laughs> yeah, well, it's also, but again, I kind of like her response of "I can't" because it's. It's a very scientific response. Yeah, uh, you're right. Because you know, it's like when pe- when 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 you see debates between atheists and and theists, and they're like, the theists are like, "Oh, you have to prove to me that God doesn't exist," and the atheist response would be, "No, I think you know the onus is on you to prove that this this thing does exist, right? Like the, the extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence." And Archer's story about how he just had a conversation when he quantum leaped into himself <laughs> with a dead man. I'm gonna need to see the I need to see the tapes on that. He Archer. did quantum leap into himself. Yeah, I know. I know. Sure I noticed did. that. <laughs> Jake, what, I forget what noise you made when he brought he, he said that line. I was like, what? What? And he was like, guy's a quantum leap thing. <laughs> I just said, oh boy, that's all. <laughs> it was uh, cute. Did that? Actually, didn't that happen on the show once? Didn't he leap into like himself right before his mission? And yeah, he had to consider he, warning himself or something. Where he leaps into himself. Mm. How do I know that? <laughs> I've seen like maybe three episodes. Must have been one of the ones you've seen. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that like you know they mentioned that that Shadow Man there, his people can't time travel; they can only time call. <laughs> it's just like. Clearly, the slingshot around the sun thing, like, they managed to keep that quiet. Feels like everybody would be just doing it constantly otherwise. I mean, it certainly seems a bit dangerous and imprecise, but it's yeah, I think doable. it's dangerous and imprecise, and only Spock is smart enough to make the calculations or something. Mm. And yeah. Rom once did something with, like, a nuclear explosion. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just so still funny, dubious like, of that. Time travel seems a lot harder in Enterprise than in any other Star Trek where it's like it should if you trip the wrong way. Oh, wait, that's confusing. I'm using it as a verb, not as a character. But like, you know, (laughs) someone like stumbles and pours coffee on the warp core and it's like, ah, fuck, we're in the Middle Ages. Yeah. Or like, again, Duquesne and Captain Braxton is just like, hello, I've got my magic ship. Whereas like there's something not only is it difficult, but it's clearly whatever Time travel tech Daniel's people have is very weird. Like you said, Jake, there's a quantum leap element. Daniel's is dead, but isn't like yeah. 
Is, so is, is, this, that, is he undead or is this just an earlier Daniels? Eh. Clone? Like he seems, is this a different... Is because the time changed? Did he come back because of that? That's, that's fine. I, that's the thing they don't say, which I kind of appreciate, because, again, I feel like the impression is all we're supposed to know about Daniel's time travel is it's fucking weird. Because mm. um, he seems to be outfit. A, yeah, ugh, yeah, like I said, like a bad still suit knockoff. Oof. Yeah. Um, it's but it's yeah, also it, possible that, that Daniel's is do it like when he travels back or when he traveled back to enterprise times maybe he wasn't actually there maybe it was like a projection or something i don't know but he made Ooh. eggs no he just delivered eggs yeah, <laughs> but yeah he uh don't i always make your eggs just the way you like no you just drop them off you dickhead <laughs> uh, and just this one time <laughs> yeah but yeah like and that's what i was thinking it's like oh maybe it's supposed to be like an earlier daniels but he seems to be aware of the fact that he died already yeah Oh, that's you funny. Think they, they wouldn't let him know, you know, it's just like, yeah, yeah, their time travel is strange. Maybe he's a time lord and regenerated. <laughs> he's just better at it and keeps his face. You're crossing the streams. That, that was a mistake, though. It's like, dude, if you can control what you look like, don't look like Zuckerberg. <laughs> I really I feel like it's mostly the bad haircut. I feel like with a better haircut, he would look less like Zuckerberg. I don't know. I less Zuckerberg vacant look in the eye. Would look less like Zuckerberg. True. There's no hiding those soulless dead eyes, though. That's, That's true. That's for true. Yeah, he's 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 a weird man. I will give Daniels that. There is humanity in his eyes. <laughs> dopey humanity, but still humanity. I mean, I dopey tried, humanity I, is the baseline in this series. <laughs> I tried using Zuck's metaverse the other day. How'd that go? What a fucking travesty that was I, oh I was there man for, like, i want to see maybe three minutes and i was in some like wild west world and it was just stupid was james marsden there no they were just like five-year-olds running around shooting guns at people wow oh the future sounds dangerous yeah and then i was like yeah this is really boring and somebody's talking at me i'm leaving now <laughs> yeah, no one no one no one wants this at all no also Wait, what I is it? i don't think i've even heard about it what the fuck is it it's just social like media second, is it second VR. life for vr yeah, yeah yeah second life for vr is a good way of putting it but but with like even less stuff happening well what's funny oh. is i've actually been rereading um neuromancer mm. and i completely forgot the virtual internet in Neuromancer is called the Metaverse. The meta. Well, that's yeah. That's it. Comes, so that's, that the whole that's, term comes from that book. I completely forgot, and like clearly that's what he wants it to be. And it's like, dude, it will never be this. Also, no one actually wants that. It's also kind of dystopian. Like, yeah. Like again, it's it's you know, it, it's a it's a Twitter threat uh, post or something or Tumblr, one of them that goes around on the internet frequently. But it's just like. You know, author saying, like, I've written my book, uh, you know, the my my book, the um, the pain box or something as a warning against, you know, humanity's bad ideas. Scientists, we have invented the pain box. Yes. <laughs> Consumers, we want to buy the pain box. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is what happens when you defund the humanities for 40 years. Speaking of, how did you guys like Archer's speech about gazelles? <laughs> oh, God. I don't think that he knew was... what point he was trying to make. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, I mean... so so here's here's what Archer seems to think. 
Gazelles, when they're born, they can run away because they're prey animals pretty quickly because otherwise they'd be a burden on, on other gazelles. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. humans, when human babies are born, they're useless fucking things that are entirely dependent on the mother or, mm-hmm. you know, other beings at the very least if there's not a mother around in, in, in the immediate proximity. Yeah, yeah. Is he saying the humans should still be dependent on the Vulcans? Yeah, I don't think he thought I, that through. I think he did it wrong. <laughs> Very. I think he he metaphored wrong. He yeah. Just call, he just wants a call to Paul Mommy. <laughs> Woof. A it, lot of the crew members seem to do that. I think he just really likes gazelles and wanted to talk about them. It is a, it's also a fun word to say, so. It was, true, just, true. It was kind of a weird analogy. Like, the writer that came up with that. Either Bragg or Berman. <laughs> um, <laughs> afterwards, they're like, Captain. Yeah, Trip. What the f- Fuck was that gazelle nonsense? Oh, honestly, I was just hoping to confuse them with bullshit. Oh, yeah. it worked. Vul- no Vulcan knows what a gazelle is yet. <laughs> I could have said anything. <laughs> I don't know. Is it better or worse than Trips just yell at Soval as a tactic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no trip. Okay. Yes. I mean, well, we'll let you keep exploring because you yelled at me for five minutes. <laughs> I mean, to be fair to Trip. It wasn't going to hurt. True. True. Saval's one of those guys that, like, even when he's right, you don't want to agree with him because he's such a prick. He does. He's got big prick energy and not in a good way. Mm. I don't know. See, I don't want to agree with Archer, so I wanted to agree with Saval at least a little bit. Because he did have some good points. I'm going to just agree with, I don't know, Chef. To Paul. (laughs) To Paul's usually (laughs) right, even (laughs) though no one listens to her. How many how many other ships are there anyway? Is this the only ship in Starfleet? This is the only NX class ship. It's yeah, the it's only the warp four ship. Five. Five. Warp five. Bare, warp five, five barely paper. for brief five amounts of on time. Paper for <laughs> elsewhere. Yeah. Um What else do they yeah, have? They have Not other much. ships. I think like is it the Franklin, which we see in Star Trek Beyond, must theoretically exist franklin's a little after this oh it's after this i thought it, for some reason i thought it was before this no franklin's the romulan war oh uh, okay yeah um oh we did get a romulan yeah. name drop which i did not we need. did we, we did true which for some reason was across from gore vidal's hollywood hmm. Hmm. it was just it was really stood out you could read it clearly it's like strange thing to put there i'm guessing that Starf- the ships that Starfleet has are probably mostly dealing, like, doing, like, merchant marine-type shit and, like, protecting convoys. From well, they're not really doing that, it seems. I don't think they're doing... Well, I mean, again, I don't think they have a big navy. I just think, yeah. I, yeah, I, think, I, think, I think Enterprise is the first ship of exploration that Starfleet yeah, I think, has. I think they're, most everything else of theirs is just kind of keeping an eye on the solar system. Yeah. Not doing much else, you know, making milk runs to colonies and stuff like that. Yeah, we do eventually see at least one other non-NX ship. Um, when briefly. do we get another NX ship? Because I know there is Not one until eventually. Season four. Oh, really? Maybe in three. Jesus. Maybe maybe it shows up in three. Why does it take them so long? They're, they they, they just, can't. They, take a... they can't only have Archer doing shit. Well, well remember just, though, I just think it's like they don't have the facilities to churn out ships like they do in in later series uh, uh, in later series, series. Yeah. and also i think too the i mean they even said here like this is kind of the test run 
So it's like, we're not going to make three of these if we're not going to use them right away. Like, I feel like probably what happens, if I had to guess, is like, they decide, all right, we'll keep going. And now they maybe have already laid the hull for the NX2. Yeah, and probably. we'll start building in earnest. Yeah, I mean, what's interesting, like, it's it makes sense. Like, if you look at how long it takes to, to like, christen a... Uh, Cruise ship? Uh, like an, like an air, well, I was going to say like an aircraft carrier. Oh. You know, like, like those things take like 20 fucking years to build. Maybe not quite that, but they take a long fucking time to build. Well, honestly, from planning to building, it might be close to that. Mm. Well, I know, yeah, well, like aircraft too, it's kind of the same way. There's like, there's that, uh, blanking on the name of that, aim of it now, the F-22, no, I don't know, whatever. There's, there's this air, there's this, the modern fighter jet that the u.s is deploying now was like a huge debacle that went you know billions and billions and billions over budget and yeah i think that was the the raptor was that what it was okay yeah, yeah i think that's what yeah, we're yeah, spending yeah, our tax raptor. dollars on oh yeah no it's a nightmare giant failures mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah make me another big, spruce big moose quagmire i have one remaining note i wanted to bring up on on uh these episodes and that's it. It was it was a dagger in my heart that Majel didn't do the and now the conclusion. <gasps> Me too. I was like, oh my god. I thought the same thing. I was like, why is it Majel? And I, I checked like, when did she die? No, she would still have been alive. She's still alive. Get her. Yeah. God damn it. Well, but and all she had to say was last time on Enterprise, which she's already said the words Enterprise and yeah, last time on. <laughs> they didn't even need to fucking get her. They could have just meshed that shit to, together, you know. Yeah, I, I singer, she's not she's not in the cast of the show anymore. She wasn't right? in the cast of Voyager and she still do, did those things. She was she was still the she wasn't the computer. Oh, she was the com- the computer. That's true. But I'm not thinking that as a cast. Well, member. guys, you know, remember that uh shit, I had a point. I don't remember what it was. Oh, this wasn't Star Trek Enterprise. This uh, was just Enterprise. Uh, so Ugh. Yeah. fucking stupid. Should have been Porthos. Oh, <laughs> just a couple of barks with subtitles. And now the conclusion. Good point. Um, wow. I do. I one thing I've been wondering, and or wondering after watching this episode is, would this have been a better show if Vaughn Armstrong were the captain? <gasps> oh, I like this idea because he he's good in every scene. I think who's Vaughn Armstrong again? Uh, Admiral Forrest. Forrest. Admiral Forrest. Yeah, we've also seen him as like a million other characters yeah, throughout the he's show. All, yes. Yeah, he's like a he's a perennial alien of the week. Yeah, um, but he's a pretty strong actor, and like this is one of the first roles where we see him as just a human guy. Yeah, um, and he does a good job with it, and he has an authority about him that mm. that's good. I have a feeling I'd one. find him more sympathetic than I find Archer because I mostly just find Archer annoying. I mean, the well, thing is, they probably sort of been writing Archer the same way, yeah. though. But yeah, again, but he I wouldn't—he think... wouldn't have the the angry reaction that Scott Bakula always has. That is what mm. I get really just teed off with. Yeah, I just don't think Scott Bakula is that great to be fra- to be frank. But no, you I like agree him with in... that. But I do think this was probably his best outing so far. So oh, maybe yeah. he'll think... maybe he'll be getting better, just like to Paul. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, is he better in Quantum Leap and other things? He's just a totally different character oh, in fair. Quantum Leap, you know. Fair. It's hard to com- apples apples to oranges, I think. Like I don't I don't know if he's a bad actor necessarily. I just just don't know that this was a role 
for him as as it is in the, from what we've seen so far. Which is wild because he was li- like I think I mentioned in our Broken Bow episode, he was the only person that they had in mind for this character. Hmm. When there was a worry that he wouldn't take it, it was like, well, we have no backups. We have to get him. <laughs> wow. Vaughn Armstrong. They should have. I'd be interested in seeing what that looked like. Mark Alamo. Ooh. No. no. Jeffrey Combs. Let Jeffrey Combs be a human. Never. No, he's weird looking. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's why why they keep putting him. Oh, my God. Speaking of weird looking people. But they still have him play a Ferengi in that one episode. So he's doing like a split screen thing. Mm. Oh, my. We've we've had some times this season, haven't we? I don't we know sure that have. we have. It's I been so bad times. times. You mean uh, bad times? I did not put an adjective on purpose. We've had times. Oh, times. Yep. New well, Roman. we sure have had times. Do you say times New Roman? He did. I don't know. You nerd. Me. Yeah. So so far, just looking back as we're segueing smoothly as we do into season chat, unimpressed. Yeah, this was a rough one. Um, yeah. still better than TAS. Still better than TNGS one. I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. boldly yeah. proclaim. I was, yeah. I was comparing yeah. my, my grading list to TNG season one saying like, okay, if this, this season was very mad, let's compare it to TNG because TNG, it wasn't, it was either meh or terrible is the thing. Yeah. Well, so much of enterprise is just so meh. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's been the hardest thing for me in in trying to compile the tops and bottoms is like the different it's like the 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 quality gap is so narrow mm-hmm. yeah like mm-hmm. like okay the best episode of the season and the worst episode of the season are really not that far apart and so much of it was just like yeah this one was bad but like there, nothing really stuck out there was one episode i think that stuck out to me is just this was heinous yeah. This is awful. This should have never been made. And there was one episode that stuck out to me as like, okay, this one was pretty good. I would watch this. I would watch this voluntarily again. But then every other episode was just so middling. Yeah. Uh, for me anyway, that I just like, honestly, my bottom, two of my bottoms and two of my tops are practically interchangeable. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I can see that. That's kind of fascinating. And, I mean, there's fe- like, yeah, I have, I, have the feel- I have a feeling, I have a feeling like uh, we could have ones on both lists on this season. So and in both cases, it would be perfectly reasonable. Yeah, I'm gonna go first. Ooh, funsies. And I'm going to fuck with it. I'm starting with bottoms again. Bottoms up. Yeah, I knew. I figured I figured that's the thing, though. Like, they're the same list. So exactly. It doesn't so fuck which it. One you pick <laughs> bottoms, bottoms, because this is weird. Like. I was go- what I always do, I go through the list of episodes, I try to remember what I felt at the time, what I felt after our discussion, if I can read all that. Well, it's hard with this show, because you fucking feel nothing, always. Right, so the thing is, I can't say exactly what it is about this one that made- I, I kept coming back to this one. My number three is Silent Enemy. Interesting. Silent it, but deadly. Deadly just- me. <laughs> I don't know what was going on with that. The, the alien design was bizarre, the, the pacing was fucked up, it just- There were so many interesting ideas and none of them gelled, which could be so much of this show. But I don't know what it is. I can't explain why this one particularly is just like, no, fuck that one. I think because, again, I remember even going into this one. I remembered how stupid the aliens looked. Something about this episode has always stuck with me is just no. 
<laughs> so there's no good reason. Just eh, it bothers me, for lack of a better term. Uh, number two, getting off on a bad foot with broken bow. Yeah, that's a good that's a good choice. As we said at the time, and I think a couple times since, somehow nothing happened and too much happened all at once. Just an absolute disaster. Uh, and the worst episode of the season, Fusion. Oh, yeah. Just, just, why? why? No, not necessary. Yo, excellent upset. work. Nope, sorry, it's in the writer. She's the sexy character. It's time for us to rape her. Uh, yeah, I, I gotta say, Blaylick did a great job, but God, that episode shouldn't have existed. Terrible. Oh. Can I just say, I, I, I appreciated that the T'Pol torture scene in Shockwave had, there was no sexual implications at all. Yeah, but it later just, on, she's in her tiny tank top. That well, was annoying. That, that's just how she dresses. That's just how they decided to dress her. But I did. Yeah, like don't that, slut like, shame to Paul. There was there was no there was no creepiness to the torture. It was just we're going to torture yeah. you to get some information. Yeah, I actually I had both your thoughts. I was like, oh wow, this is just okay. But then yeah, it's like oh, and now she's in her nighty. Great, thanks guys. Also, a sort of an honorable mention of sorts. The only thing that kept Desert Crossing from being in my bottom was Clancy Brown. <laughs> like the rest of the episode could do without it. But when he's on screen, just I'm so happy. Yep. So well done, him. Anyone want to go next? I'll go. Cool. I would like to echo Chris's feelings on Broken Bow. What a what a terrible way to start a season. Yeah, just in and a, a series, not just matter. a season, but a, se- a series. Mm. Um. Dear Doctor, yup. I'm sure that there there may very well have been worse episodes, but none of them featured flocks as heavily, and so <laughs> and so I can't not, remember them. It's not even what he did; it's just that he was there so much, there so much flocks. Fuck this episode. If there's, a, if, if there's an episode next season where they just put a fucking picture of him in the top left hand corner of the episode, it could be the best episode ever, and I'll just be like, that fucking guy was there the whole time. <laughs> so yeah, fuck flocks. And his fucking questing fingers taking celery off my plate. I swear <laughs> to fucking God. Questing uh, fingers sounds so dirty, but then it's stealing celery. Well, <laughs> what can I say? And uh, last and certainly not least, uh, Fusion, because fuck that shit. Fuck mm-hmm. that shit. I re- you know, there are times when I regret that I'm not more like eloquent and don't have better things to say. But honestly, fuck that shit really summarizes. I'm pretty, everything sure, about I'm pretty sure in that episode I said fuck that shit about 90 a times. <laughs> well, again, uh, just such such a smarmy fuck, such a gross thing. Again, I actually listened to that episode recently and was reminded of like the oh, what a shame. I uh, thought you were, you know, not a uh, fridge or it, whatever. Hate it. And uh, just fuck that. Yeah. And again, like that guy. Great job playing a fucking monster. Still didn't need that episode. That's my bottoms. Good bottoms. Thank you. I get that a lot. Not as good as Archer's bottom. Trip? Ha! Oh, God. I was going to say, there, there was one point I never noticed. They talk about T'Pol's bum, but at one point, Archer was at profile. He's, he, he's, he, he's got a bit does of a tuchus on him. Has he got some cake, does he? A little bit. A little bit. He might be stuffing, cake. though. We don't know. Wow. <clears throat> Uh, I'll I'll go because my my bottom three the theme is um oh god well, I had a theme fuck my life was what it about I want uh, for Christmas I was just gonna say that no <laughs> oh my god well, I can't find this... the word in my stupid brain brain find the word word for what word for the 
It's the blank of the thing. Principle? Principle. There it is. Thank you, Caitlin. You found it. Yes. My, my three bottoms are all because of the principle of the thing. The worst, worst, worst. It'll start with the worst, worst, worst. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Dear Doctor, because motherfucker, did they get evolution wrong and then pat mm-hmm. themselves on the back for it. And I hate that so fucking much. Oh, yeah, right. Those reasons also. Those, <laughs> those really good reasons for hating that episode. And yeah. also, there was just so much flock. So, yes, like, that one's worst of the list. Next, principle of the fucking thing. Fusion. Shouldn't have fucking happened. Shouldn't have done all this shit to T'Pol. I have no idea what to feel about Vulcans anymore or what they're trying to say about Vulcans fucking ever in this show now because of fusion and fuck it. But the most, the stretchiest, the principle of the thing that I had to include because of the principle of the thing is the Andorian incident. Because it is the episode in which I specifically found I started disliking Archer so much. And it it has Mm. colored the rest of the season for me into thinking, wow, Archer is always petty and racist and assumes the worst of Vulcans at all times. And in this episode, when he was being petty and racist, at the very end, he gets to say, oh, but I'm justified because they were actually doing it wrong. And it makes me really upset with Archer and how this series seems to decide Archer's right. Therefore, fuck Vulcans. And I'm like, no, God damn this episode. Didn't like it because of the principle of the thing. Mm. How about you, Jake? Yeah, so like I said, I had a real hard time coming up with these bottoms. I'm going to start by saying that all the ones that you listed are 100% on the bottom for me as well. But just to give ourselves a little variety. I like I'm it. Gonna, More screen grabs. I'm going to throw up some ones that haven't been named yet that I think need to need need mentioning. So I'm going to throw out Fight or Flight. Oh, man. Um, that's the vampire episode. That's um, where, where Hoshi d- kills a fucking lizard on a planet. Yeah, and L- honestly, that's that's real. Like, it's the, the vampire plot was stupid, but really it's the stupid Hoshi B plot that earns it bottom billing in my uh, estimation. So could someone please remind me what the fuck happened? Because literally all I could remember was Hoshi killing a slug. What else happened to they that? They find a ship a derelict ship they board the ship there's bodies being drained of their blood right and then right. they get attacked and hoshi freaks out and hoshi freaks out yeah and, and really the whole thing is the whole time she's like oh, i don't know if i belong in space uh, oh my yeah. lizard is yeah, dying annoying yeah that's the thing i remembered that but not the rest of it yeah because like because the rest of it is really lacking in anything yeah. Notable. It's very it's a very forgettable episode otherwise. Deeply. It's not offensive in the same way as a dear doctor is, but I wanted to mention it. Yeah. I'm also so this one was debatable for me, but there were things about it I really disliked. Fortunate son. Oh, that's that one was low on my list too. I'm um, glad I'm glad not too, at all but surprised. I, I couldn't remember why though, you know? <laughs> it yeah, exactly. Again, another fairly forgettable episode. But again, it comes down to lacking anything in the realm of dramatic tension. Uh, you know, we f- we have a potential battle with Nausicans. How badass is that? No, no, it's just going to be fucking boring, stupid, no stakes. No one gets hurt. No one dies. For some reason, we see the air escaping from inside. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And also this and- episode, I just really like it did Mayweather dirty and he'll yeah. never oh, yeah. get another chance. It should have been. It should have. It could have been a place to do some actual work with Mayweather, but we don't. 
Uh, we spend a little bit of time with him, and then he, he becomes a dickhead, and we don't even like him. Nope. And I try, you know, I just, I couldn't, I, I wanted to, you know, be contrarian and put some ones that hadn't been mentioned before, but I just could not leave my bottom list, my bottom list without this one, because it wouldn't be fair to not have a, a sweep for fusion. Oh, you're not saying dear doctor. No, no, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the I thing. didn't I either, I, so. I think I said this at the time. Dear Doctor has the DNA, so to Bad. speak, oh, no. of a good episode. Like, there's some interesting shit that they could have been doing there. But there's some and other the, DNA that we want to let live instead. Right. <laughs> yeah, but it just goes totally off the rails. Like, I don't even mind Phlox as the character and, like, his interactions are okay in that one. They're not as, as bad as in other ones. But yeah, the, just the writers, what they did in that episode just really pissed me off. But again, I, it wasn't enough. If I didn't include the other two, I mean, it certainly would have been on my bottom. But like I said, I wanted to, I wanted to leave some, I wanted to get some variety in here. And but I appreciate it. There's fusion a ver- is, is unforgivable. That's been, there, there's a version of Dear Doctor somewhere in the ether that's, maybe decent there's no good version of fusion right yeah because like obviously the the mind rape takes for center stage in that episode but gotta remember that the rest of it was also quite stupid <laughs> um even if you take that out entirely it's still not good yeah that's true yeah yeah well there we go well there it is <laughs> So, uh, moving on <laughs> so, to the... So it goes. <laughs> moving on to the good I guess ones. these are okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I said I'd be sad if it was here. No! Damn Acquisition. it! Rats. Ooh. They did not They provide... never got over acquisition for you. No. They didn't give me something good enough to be number three. I'm as sad as you guys to see it here, but it's here. I don't think you're that sad. No, I'm, I'm genuinely really like, God, guys, really? You didn't? Wow. Shockwave part one. Fair enough. They, they finally wrote an episode. <laughs> for lack it of a better It feels kind of like Star Trek even. Yeah. Uh, and Shuttlepod one. Nice. The only survival episode that I didn't find tedious. Yeah, and they nice. did a great job. I think um, they did. The uh, Keating and Trainer are adorable in it. Yeah, and you know, I'm glad it worked out for them because they made the poor bastards act in the genuine freeze. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It paid <laughs> off. Yeah, it's cold. So I also said Shuttlepod 1. Coolies. Because I loved it, aside from that stupid-ass dream. And oh, yeah. I also said Shockwave Part 1 because, wow, what a great episode all of a sudden. I mean, for Enterprise. It's not going to carry away. <laughs> But I'm like, you know, I mean... Wow, you guys um, came close to the bar. Good job. <laughs> and uh, finally, and I know this uh, is a unpopular opinion, but I actually really liked Fallen Hero. I really liked... Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Our, I really liked our Vulcan uh, ambassador person. I thought she was pretty rad. Yeah, and I, I, um, rocks. I liked Dep- I don't think we- I liked T'Pol being a little uncomfortable. And I liked the brief time when I thought that Archer was going to totally bone down with Mavar or whatever the fuck her name was. What was her name? Valar. Valar. Was she, were, they, were they on Mavar? Mazar. Mazar. I was close. You know, V's and Z's. Yeah, v is really were, just a sideways Z, you know? Very rhymey that week. 
Yeah. But I don't think I don't think we disliked that episode. Generally. No, I thought, I mean, yeah, that was an okay well, I episode. thought, uh, Chris, I thought you thought it was boring. I was a little bored, but that's true of so many episodes of this season that I didn't. Yeah, see, hate. that's the thing is, I I actually like legitimately was not bored. Like it was yeah. probably the most interested I've ever been in an episode up to that point. So that's fair. That's fair. Anyway, but that's my tops. Very cool. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Thank- I wrote my list ahead of time, Ames. Yay! Good work. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to say thank goodness Shockwave Part 1 ended up being enjoyable because otherwise I had just this slump of pick one of these four to be in the list because I and I, I still don't know which one I, w- I would pick if we didn't watch um, Shockwave and I didn't and I actually found it to be interesting. Like the cliffhanger at the end seeing the ruined city is a very nice cliffhanger and they did a good job with that. Because that one's going to be my number three place, so I don't have to pick between. And here's the here's the rest of the list, just to just to piss Chris off. No, no. Uh, but could have been Strange New World, because why not? Or Civilization, because the girl was pretty. Uh, or Breaking the Ice, because there was a snowman shrug. <laughs> or, or Silent Enemy, because that would be very funny to me. Because I, uh, except for the aliens, there was some horror, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but the other two that are actually on my list that I didn't hate, uh, I'm going to say Vox Sola. Hmm. Oh, um, the Jizz Monster. With the Jizz Monster, because I found that was a, a new alien concept, and that's always good to have a new alien thing. And literally the only episode I legitimately could say I liked was Shuttle Pod 1. Jake? Yeah, uh, so I have some I have some overlap. I'm going to say Shockwave. Cool. Because, yeah, I think probably... I, I, yeah, it's a good episode. It took them a season to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But that I gives agree. me hope for next season, you know? Like, and not I a agree. ton, but a little. Sorry, Jake. And I agree. Okay, good. I do agree <laughs> with the rest of you that Shuttle Pod 1 is the highlight of the season. Mm-hmm. 100%. But is, it, but is it on your list? It is on my list. Okay, good. <laughs> you, you were starting your sentence like, while I agree with you, I'm going to say No. <laughs> Definitely the highlight of the season. And then my third one, I, I struggled. I struggled. And I'm going to end up giving it to Oasis. No. I was wondering if Oasis would come up. Remind me which one Oasis that's, was. Is that one of the, we're going to rise up. Wait a minute. No, that's that's hologram, the hologram people. With Rene Abergenois. With Rene Abergenois. Oh, love Rene. Uh, yeah, I mean, I honestly... Is it mostly for Renee? <laughs> him being in there definitely was a uh, a point in favor of that episode. However, I don't know. I just, I thought it was interesting. You know, it, it has, it's well-trodden ground. Like we've been, we've been in a, this exact scenario pretty much before, but I don't know. And I, Renee I was there it. too. <laughs> and Renee was there, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't bother me. I like that between you and I, Jake... Both the episodes from the episode of our show that I titled Reeks of Desperation have made it onto our <sighs> tops lists. It's because they knew they needed to put out familiar faces for people to like. Yeah. Mm. You love us now. We gave you what you wanted. <clears throat> no, 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 no. We don't love you. Let's let's. Yeah, I'd like to. Um, I'm curious because it didn't it didn't show up in any. I don't think anyway it showed up in any list. But I was wondering what folks felt, because I, I kind of want to honorable mention it, but it's everyone else's thoughts on it. Shadows of Pajem. It does was have that the, the, uh, the follow up with Shran being like, I haven't slept. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. How do I feel about that one? 
like uh, there's some really cringe moments like the boobs in the face boobs in the face the the motorboating scene <laughs> thing um, is it wasn't quite as tasteless as it could have been you know that's true. like they it's unfortunate that they had to make him like land on top of her or land her have her land on top of him but i mean i think otherwise he wasn't like honk you know <laughs> well his uh, hands were bound that was a know, cut scene think... you see oh i see i thought that episode did some aside from that some some more interesting things with tapal than we'd seen in other episodes and i do like the andorians when they show up but again i could just one be coloring is, that with one with of them is a creeper that's true well we hate that andorian and we did get to uh stick it to the vulcans which is always fun lies i love um, the vulcans i think another one i want to call it either either as a low or highlight depending on your perspective but i do want to mention it i have a mention <laughs> of uh detained that's another yeah. one right that's in the, the middle Sulebon one hmm Oh, I'm yeah, actually on uh, internment camp one. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. I'm actually oh, no. very surprised. Chris, especially, but anyone in general, didn't put Cold Front on their bad list. Which one was Cold Front? I don't even remember Cold that Front one. Cold Front is so. when Daniel's first dies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Terrible skydiving. It's when, then there's the skydiving and the room with no air in it. And... I mean, that's also when... That's, that's both when Crewman Daniels appears and when he dies. Yeah, I think, you know, honestly, it's a it's another one. I think it's saved just off the list because I do enjoy Silic's actor <laughs> like they, they give him nothing to work with. And he just churns out wonderful, smarmy weirdness. Like I, I remember going reading the it's like, oh, right, the pilgrims and this. And I forgot Daniels was in that one. And that's kind of the whole point. Man, I had a screen grab ready to go and everything of Silic doing his skydiving. I was I mean, so proud can, of you myself. You can make that the you can make that the cover <laughs> for the article. It's just the stupid skydiving bullshit. Actually, just make it the screen cap for this episode. Don't do usual split. Just that it doesn't picture. even make any sense. <laughs> it's, yeah, but but you know, you make it. Do it for you. It's my it's my uh, Windows desktop now. <laughs> no, you know what you need. You need it to be half Silic's bad skydive. And half that guy that fell out an elevator in Voyager. Oh, in Rise? That terrible, that terrible CG shot. Man. Oh, Jake and I recently yeah. rewatched Rise and it's like, yeah, it's a good episode. It's a good episode. Oh, that fucking that fall. CG, that fucking CG. So bad. I mean, it's not just the, it's, it's how the guy like runs backwards. That's out, right. Out of the door. <laughs> and then there's the terrible CG. The whole thing. Yeah. That whole sequence yeah. is, oh. is terrible. Otherwise, like, not a bad episode. Right, yeah. But that sequence is terrible in, like, just the most wonderful way. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is, oh, beautiful. No words, 10 out of 10 for shit. <laughs> no notes. Yes, that's, yeah, no notes. <laughs> no words. You did it in one take. Yeah, I will say, you know, because I mentioned a few times, but, like, I feel like a lot of good guests this season... You know, we, we liked Funeral of Flanagan. I liked, uh, I think, because I was like, you know, Clancy Brown. Yeah. I enjoy Silic. Um, yeah, Vaughn Armstrong is always strong. Yeah. yeah Renee. Yeah. yeah. The, the Ferengi are all nice to see, despite the Especially that fourth one that no one yeah. knows who the fuck he Joe. was. Joe. <laughs> Joe the Ferengi. We'll see, the, we'll see his actor again, if that helps. Oh, fun. He comes back as something else. Nice. 
So yeah, I don't know. I, I'm hoping maybe maybe Shockwave is a sign that we're off to something a little better going forward. Maybe my fond memories of this show come from here on, mm, maybe. Well, I mean what what is what is coming up, Chris? Well that's an excellent question. Next week. We get well, into gosh, season Jake, two I'm glad you proper asked. <laughs> as we, that's interesting. So the first episode of season one is Broken Bow. The first proper episode of season two is Carbon Creek. Oh, I thought yeah. you were going to say Mended Bow. <laughs> yeah. So it's Carbon Creek and Minefield. So look forward to that. I genuinely will because I don't remember minefield at all so you know maybe things are looking up we'll see christ i hope so because this was a long ass season i don't know we've Follow also us. got a new a character spotlight because we're back to character spotlighting again next week oh that's right and Where we're starting we off with with a with an interesting choice because we're going to be doing deanna troy <laughs> well i'm sure if we have a week to think about it i'm sure we can all come up with something she did that was good still something that better, she did at all <laughs> still a better therapist than esri <laughs> debatable esri actually treated patients like she actually helped garrick well um she tried anyway uh, that's next week please until then uh you know keep following us on your favorite uh podcast application follow us on the facebook and the soundcloud and the tumblr where Ames will have put up our lists and her screenshots or she'll just say fuck it and the entire article will just be that screenshot of silic skydiving seven <laughs> or eight times yeah tune in to find out until then this has been chris this has been ames this has been caitlin and this is supposed to be jake allegedly allegedly <laughs> if, if he was a you know that, that that would definitely be like you know if he was the <sighs> i i fucked that up but yes <laughs>